Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean. Listen to Podcast on Prince. Joining me today is Mr. Big Sexy and Saxer. How are you? You know, <laughs> rough week, rough week, but it's all right. Uh, let's get it on. New things happening. New opportunities are coming and new music to talk about. Love it. Yes, sir. And also joining us, uh, man, he's from the old school of the Prince podcast, Mr. Big Ken, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. You know, like we talked about offline, Mike, been a rough week for me, too, with teenager issues. So this uh, <laughs> this is a uh, welcome distraction, man. So let's just get on into it. All right. Well, uh, first thing I want to do today is, man, I want to talk about there's a new Prince book on the scene uh, called This Thing Called Life, and it's by Neil Carlin. And I started seeing stuff online about this book, and uh, I saw Neil, I know he's been on a couple shows, but I didn't really know who he was at the time. And as I started kind of looking into us, I realized, oh, this is the, you know, the gentleman who uh, interviewed Prince uh, for Rolling Stone, you know, like that classic Rolling Stone interview I think like Prince Talks and he had the Raspberry Beret cover. And then he also did um, the one where Prince was like on the new tour and he had the interview with Rolling Stone. And he also did the one with Wendy and Lisa on the cover with Prince. What you know about that Wendy and Lisa one? I actually, at the time that it came out, I knew nothing about that. I don't know how I missed that one back in the days. I, I remember seeing that cover later. Like, when did this come out? <laughs> how come I didn't see that? But neither here nor there. Uh, so I wanted to briefly talk about this book because there's actually been some controversy about the book in terms of, uh, like some of the snippets that have been released and what the book talks about. And I think, let me just read what is on the book's website, you know, sort of the bio or what synopsis of the book. And I kind of go from there. It says, Neil Carlin was the only journalist Prince granted in-depth press interviews Two for over a dozen years, from before Purple Rain to when the artist changed his name to an unpronounceable glyph. Uh, Carlin interviewed Prince for three Rolling Stone cover stories. He wrote the Three Chains of Gold, uh, Prince's uh, rock video opera, as well as the star's Last Testament, okay, which may be buried with Prince's wheel underneath Prince's vast and private compound, Paisley Park. Uh, according to Prince's former fiance, Susanna Melville, Carlin was, quote, the only reporter who made Prince sound like what he really sounded like, uh, says Carlin quit writing about Prince a quarter century before the megastar died, but he never quit. He never quit Prince. And the two remained friends for the last 31 years of the superstar's life. Uh, I'm going to jump to the end part here. It says, uh, going back to Prince Rogers Nelson's roots, especially his con uh, contradictory, often tortured and sometimes violent relationship with his father. This thing called life profoundly changes what we know about Prince and explains him as no biography has a superstar who calls in the middle of the night to talk, who loved the wire TV show and could quote from every episode of the office who frequented libraries and jams spontaneously for local crowds and fed everyone pancakes afterward, who was lonely 
but craved being alone. Listeners will drive around Minneapolis with Prince in a convertible, talk about movies and music and life, and watch as he tries not to curse, instead dishing a healthy dose of mamma jammas. Now, you notice it said listeners. That is because not only is this a book, but it is an audio book. And in the audio book, each chapter actually plays recordings of Prince talking. And I suspect, I believe these recordings were the recordings that were the basis of the interviews from that first Rolling Stone interview. And so... Let me just say, the book was a very interesting listen. I listened to the audio book. Um, and I know people ask me, what do you think about this book? I'm going to say this. I can't say if what's in the book is truthful or not. I tend to believe most of what I read in that book. One, because I wasn't there. Two, he does have some receipts you know these audio recordings are are are, are of that uh there's other people that he quotes in the book uh andre simone is in the book I, it sounds like he interviewed andre for the book Susanna melville alan leeds and i've seen other people in the prince camp come out and say yeah i know old boy or he was a good dude you know whoop-de-whoop so I did find the book uh, interesting read or listen, very much interesting to hear Prince talking. And, you know, certain points you really get to hear a more calm and relaxed, a regular dude type Prince talking and not talking in that Yoda voice as I like, you know, that monotone stuff. Like you just talk like a regular person and you can hear like, yeah, that's Prince. So that was cool, though. I do have some issues with this. Uh, One. This, well, I'll say this, this book would be very, uh, I think this book would change anybody's perception if you are one of these people who don't think Prince was a human being. If you think Prince was just some magical musician cat that just fell out of the sky, super talented, uh, you know, just comes and he was just given to us for our enjoyment, then yeah, this book is going to like, for some people, it's going to shock you to your core, maybe, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, to me, I understand that Prince is a man. Uh, I understand that he's a black man from Minnesota uh, coming up in the time that he came up. So him having contradictory statements or treating people like shit or treating people great. Those are normal human traits <laughs> that all of us have. We all have times in our life when we did funny style stuff. When we acted one way, when we said we was going to do one thing and we turned around and did another. That's normal human behavior. Um, so, yeah, if, if if you have an issue with seeing Prince in that light, yes, you're going to think of this book as, oh, wow. Here's the thing. There's a part in this book where Neil uh, talks about Prince's dad and his interactions with his dad. And it sort of directly goes back to that interview from Rolling Stone, because in that interview, Rolling Stone, the original one, Prince's dad was in that. It goes into more detail about all of what was going on during that time. And I want to tell you this, and I'm not going to spoil the book, but I will say that there's a part in there where 
it seems as if Prince was actually talking real greasy about his dad. It was a, as I was reading it, it was so disrespectful to me. Uh, and these are the things that Prince was supposedly saying, because one, his dad was in earshot of these statements. He's literally in the backseat of the vehicle while Prince is in the front and Neil is in the front. And it's like one moment Prince was, you know, being a son, talking about his dad and picking him up. And the next was saying some stuff like, and it just, I was like, man, you going to air out your pops in front of this cat that it seems like you just met? This, I was just like, man, that seems very, and, and you know, he's a reporter. And I don't know if you know or do not know he's recording what you're saying. I was just like, man, that's. That's a different kind of brother that would do something like that. But okay, say he maybe he trusted old boy this dude enough that he's going to do this. And Neil in the book, uh, as he's describing Prince's dad, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you will. He started this motherfucker. This he's a motherfucker, huh? <laughs> How you calling the father of MF? I could see if Prince did or somebody, but how are you going to be calling him this craziness in the book and you his friend? I did think that was odd. Uh, you know, again, everybody's raised different. These people are from a different cloth, but I just thought it was a little interesting that you would have that level of disrespect. And, and listen, y'all know where I come from. Um, 50, I'll be 51, 51 year old black man, father. So I have respect for the black fathers out there. Salute to my black father. Dysfunction or not, we're not going to air out our own people like that. It's a thing called being on cold and there's a time and place for everything. So to me, the book comes a little funny style because my man presents himself as Prince's friend or somebody who was around Prince all this time. I'm trying to understand how you would air out Prince's family dysfunction for a bag if that's your man. Uh, to me, this book is like the DJ Vlad of Prince books. Wow. DJ Vlad, <laughs> guest of the culture, all in, you know, very much is, is has everybody from the culture on there. And, you know, I enjoy a lot of the information and stuff that he comes out, but he'll get the saying some stuff that'll make you be like, ah, or he'll have a guest on there saying something. And so, you know, sometimes you might be like, ah, do you sure you want to say that? Oh boy. Or maybe I don't want to put that out, man. Cause that, that's a, that might get you hemmed up. I just feel like it has that same kind of Vlad energy with this book. This book also reminds me of the Superhead book. Some of y'all don't know what that is, go look that up. Karen, Karen <laughs> Stephan. She kind of she started a lot of this stuff where, you know, they get to airing out all this the celebrities' dirty laundry for a bag and clout chasing. I'm sorry. This book has that energy. Uh, I, I actually, when I was reading this, I said, this, this book is SCF, Side Chick Friend. This is what happens when your side chick goes to air out 
the dude for clout. They say they your friends and, you know, again, in the book, he says like, you know, he knew Prince off and on. He didn't talk every day. Prince might call him one time and it might be six months to a year. He hit him back in midnight conversations or they go out and do something. But it wasn't like that was his man's. <laughs> That's my boy. He would see him every blue moon. So he was essentially a side chick friend. That's what I'm SCF. So this is what happens when your side chick gets comfortable. You think that's your, your people's. But when you gone, they going to air you out for a bag. I'm a, I'll play a clip. And these letters he sent me after my Rolling Stone stories are my stocks and bonds. I don't know. Do you keep them someplace safe? Like yes. His signature, he doesn't sign autographs. No, so, so, okay, okay. I'm waiting for him to die, frankly. Um, <laughs> I am because they're worth infinitely more. He's worth so much more than Bob Dylan, his signature. I was just at a, a show, an autograph show, and it was like, everyone was saying, wait till he dies. And I thought, the most loyal professional, you know, a long life, Prince. Um, <laughs> okay. He could be playing. I give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he was being sarcastic or joking. I'll let you be the judge. I'm sure Neil Hugh can come and say one way or the other. But this is just how I felt when I was listening to it. Like I said, the content in the book was I was like, okay, this is, yeah, this is deep and you're going in. But I just, you know, I have to personalize it. If it was Big Sexy, say something happened to me. Big Sexy had some recordings of me and him talking about, you know, things that was going on in my life or whoop-de-woo, whatever it was. Would it be funny style? And would y'all side-eye Big Sexy if he came out after I died? Yeah, you know, I, I knew Mike for such and such years. And, you know, I got this book I'm putting out and I got the recordings of Mike. And, and Mike used to tell me about, you know, situations with his family, you know, and his he missed his dad or or whatever, you know, my, my personal family business. But he, my man, went and did a book and then aired out my family business. Not that he's lying, but would that be what a friend does? That's what you got. So if really? you, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, so if you ain't got no problem with that, or at least you need to know going in what this is, and this is my opinion. It's on some DJ Vlad, super head, tell all type stuff. You have to question a man and, you know, salute to Neil. I'm not hating. He's like 60 years old. He's a, he would be considered an OG, right? He's older than a lot of us. So you will look for cats like that for guidance and like how to get down and how to move. You think they have some knowledge and some respect about it. But I have to say, and I'm just I'm saying this in love. This, this is very funny style. <laughs> it's very funny style. That This is how friends get down. This is what it sounds like when allies cry. That's what they should have titled the book. Damn. You know, that's how I... So that's why... You know, there's a very interesting part in this book that Neil talks about in the interview when, when he first interviewed Prince. And Prince said something about Bob Dylan, I believe. And, and Prince was like... I don't really know Bob Dylan like that. And, you know, if you do your Googles and history, you know, Bob Dylan was from that area. Obviously, he's an icon. But Neil said something where, in effect, in the magazine article that was released, the editor of Rolling Stone was like, ah, 
Nah. Change that word so what Prince said is not really throwing shade to Dylan. Change it around. And you know why he did that? Because he was on code. And he was like, no, you're not going <laughs> to. Prince ain't going to come out here talking crazy about our, our rock our rock icons, not on my watch. Even if it was just a one little word switch up, it changed the intent of what Prince said a little bit because they're not going to have you talk disparaging about their people. I wish we could do the same energy about Prince. You dig what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's funny how he even highlights that in his book. But at the same point, his book, which he's presenting this book in love, and I can understand his respect, but I would just challenge uh, people like this to think about some respect and where sometimes maybe it's better for you to hold water and to have some integrity for your peoples. We're not going to always sell out our own so-called friends for a bag and clout chasing. We're too old for that. So that's not saying that he's lying in the book, but the question is, is it your place to be airing out your friend. I'd feel better if he just said, yeah, I knew Prince a little bit. I ain't know him like that. I'm putting this book out and I'm going, I'm going in. And don't try to sell it as that's my man. Cause if that was your man, you wouldn't do him like that. And if you did, you can be mad for fans. Cause that's all I am as a fan just to call out and be like, uh, pump your brakes, sir. You sound a little corny. I'm just saying. So, end of the day, should you go read the book? I say you should. I think, you know, if, if you're like me, you want to read a lot of these books and, you know, you take some of them with a grain of salt. You know, shit, I read, uh, was it White Slave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the Big the Chick, Chick book. book. <laughs> and that's another story. <laughs> but again, this is what it sounds like. When allies cry. So I'll read them all. And, you know, you'll you, you get pieces and, and, and things and you find certain stuff. But I'm just saying, like, that's my opinion. I'll, I call it what it is, an SCF book. It's, it's on the level of Superhead. And, hey, we live in a clout chasing world. So that's what this is. Um, you know, I do a Marlins system here, uh -oh. a Marlin rating <laughs> system. And out of five Marlins, I actually, I give this three Marlins. It's, you know, I, I enjoyed the book. Lastly, let me say this. Last thing I'll say this. Again, in the audio book, which I listened to, it has Prince talking to it. As a fan who has listened to a lot of bootlegs, and even though I you understand Prince's stance on those things, I found it very interesting to hear Prince's voice you're talking, but I did feel some kind of way about those audios being released. Again, you can argue if it was with Prince's permission or not to record them. That I don't know. Going off of his track record, I'm pretty sure if he would have put tried to release this book when Prince was alive, it would have got shut down off the top. <laughs> he, I can see Prince ain't gonna have you're not gonna have his voice co-signing none of the foolishness you're talking in this book whether he agreed with it or not I, so I, I'm, I don't know how they they're able to put that out. I, I guess this is the mean that the estate co-signs this because it's out there and it's got 
Prince's voice on it. I, I just did. I did find this. I enjoy listening to it, but I will admit I'm conflicted on that because I personally think if that was your man, you're not going to take personal recordings of your man and monetize it for your benefit and putting it out to get clout chasing and back. And, and you can't be mad if the people you're trying to sell it to are not side eyeing you a little bit. That's just I'm keeping it a stack tonight. That's that's how I feel. So with that said, salute to Neil, uh, you know, Prince family. Go check it out. I listened to it on uh, what was it? Uh, Audible. You know, I have the Audible account, so you get a free credit every month. You can use it to read any book you want. Uh, you know, a side note to that. Any book that you don't like for any reason, you can return that and get your credit back. I'm just saying. That's their rules. <laughs> so there you go. Salute uh, and good night. All right. Let me well, talk. you know, if Q-Storm were to write a tell-all book about you, yeah, I would expect people to come for him because Big Sexy wouldn't do it. Now, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, We're right along here. <laughs> No, I'm not throwing Q under the bus. I'm saying <laughs> any, know, anybody know did it. y'all going to get Q mad at y'all. Why y'all see? That's Ken. That's Ken, man. Don't no, no, shade. no. That ain't Ken. Ken ain't put his name out there like that. No, no, no. Q, I ain't I mean, got nothing Q, to do I mean, with it. I mean, that's not Ken. I'm sorry. That's Big Sexy. That's right. Big sexy. Oh, my, <laughs> my <goodness>. bad. Ooh, <laughs> wee. Damn. Maybe <laughs> I'm just like Neil. Maybe <laughs> I'm <laughs> Hey man. Oh, man. Why this is what it sounds like when allies cry. All right, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.